the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with, um, hey, where's Calvin and Jerry? Hey, Jerry, you've never looked better. <laughs> We've got Joseph. Can I call you um, retired Major Joseph, or what do I call you? Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Look at Jerry. Doesn't he look great? <laughs> Jerry has lost some weight. This is Joseph. This was the man that came and visited us last week uh, on uh, New Year's Eve. Uh, we're still waiting. Calvin can give us the uh, the traffic report. We understand it's pretty bad. Jerry, uh, but David Rodriguez just finished up his uh, presentation on uh, houseplants and uh, had a good crowd. How'd it go? Hello, Milton. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Good, good. Well, thank you, thank you. Uh, it went very well. Yeah, good crowd, about and, 20 um, people. You know, I've done, uh, Dr. Larry Stein and I had a talk some time back that uh, anytime that uh, an idea comes to our head or a topic, you know, let's do it. And, you know, I've never done a formal talk on houseplants, so... You know, sometime back I told Trace, hey, before we do our traditional fruit tree talk, why don't we do one on In houseplants? Fact. So we had a uh, very nice crowd out there, a lot of great questions. Peter and the crew here does a wonderful job uh, in the greenhouse. You know, a lot of people, I think that's one of the hidden things here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery is that greenhouse. They got so yes. many beautiful yeah. houseplants in there and and gift floral plants. They're Phalaenopsis moth orchids mm-hmm. and amaryllis and all that looks so so beautiful so we kind of gave him houseplant uh 101 and uh, uh it went well and then peter told me that uh, for for the listeners out there in that crowd too that tuesday they're expecting another nice uh, delivery of uh, out of florida on oh. tuesday so they have great inventory now but another shipment's coming tuesday so fun crowd and and uh, a lot of a lot of good questions no that's good and um yeah, Peter does a terrific yes. job. Uh, yes. How do I put this nicely? I don't. Trace doesn't praise easily, uh, but Trace uh, heaps uh, praise on Peter and the plants that he gets and the, the oh, work yes. he does for Definitely. the for the um, Definitely. Um, for the greenhouse for the house plants too. He gets some neat stuff. So, what were people asking? Well, if you, if you think about COVID and and up north when it gets cold and snowy and. Even, you know, yesterday compared to today, it's kind of gloomy looking, but there's so many customers out here at Miller's yeah. Landscape Nursery. A great selection of, of everything right now. Uh, what better way, not only during the winter months, but throughout the year to have your indoor garden? Mm-hmm. And houseplants do that. You know, it kind of gives you that 
kind of a nice feeling, either something that's blooming like an anthurium or bromeliad or, or an orchid, but just general uh, nice house plants that look very good. So we covered all the major principles of considerations and the do's and don'ts to how to successfully grow most of these house plants. There are some that are a little bit higher dollar that are a little bit easier to take care of, like Chinese oh. evergreens and ZZ plants and philodendrons, just to name a few. So we covered we covered all those and answered uh, questions pertaining to how to uh, do better what you're doing and add to what you're that you can potentially add into your house as well. Do you have any questions about the um, holiday plants? A lot of folks got a holiday oh, poinsettias plants. No, we didn't, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't cover poinsettias or or uh, cyclamen, but I mean uh, poinsettias or um, uh, Christmas cactus. I, I usually. After, if they keep up growing a year, I, I tend to call them Easter cactus. Because yeah. oh. for some reason, they get them to bloom in Easter a year after they get them. And I oh. think it has to do with the day lengths and all that. But, hey, if it blooms in Easter, even better, right? So it's all it's all good. But no point set of questions. And I guess if they're still alive now, they they did a pretty good job keeping them yeah. alive. Because most people, unfortunately, they look dead by New Year's, unfortunately. We had something weird happen with a, our Christmas cactus. Uh-oh. So, yeah. So we bought one. Because <laughs> that's the way I do it. Just buy one. Okay. Okay. And Trace is trying to manipulate me with this four for five dollar thing. Ah, oh, no, I'm a Christmas cactus. No, that was uh, they're fifty percent off. Oh, I don't, okay. okay. But uh, so it had all these blooms on it. Okay, looked nice. We put it in a window, and it got one big bloom, one huge bloom, and all the other blooms fell off. It's like the big bloom bullied them into. But it was pretty, right? Oh, it's gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's all you need. Uh, that's pretty. all I need. Okay. <laughs> At least yeah. it bloomed, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to promote, David? You um, got some stuff you want to talk about? Well, uh, either on the Milberger's website yeah. or Bear County Extension or Master Gardener website. Is we have all the uh, talks that we do here at Millburgers yep. and other places. You're coming I, here the 28th. There we go. So January, January 20th? Yeah, January 28th. Okay, and what we're we'll doing? We'll send you an email. Fruit trees? Yep, fruit, fruit trees. Okay. Growing our home fruit orchard. Yeah, I can, I'm sorry. I don't remember all these things. Uh, we did, did my article today mentioned your uh, January 19th. I don't know. Are oh, all the, the tree slots workshop. Filled? Yeah. No, we, we're, uh, we're not going to be in the culinary educational room at the botanical garden we're going to be in that big the big one in the center so yeah we're we still have okay we so can bring in a, we can fill it yes yeah, so we can we, fill it so it's uh dr david apple and the folks from barley tree yeah, experts that's, a, that's exciting to have dr apple yes, back with again. with oak wheels still being a molly big is a good Molly's outstanding presenter and uh, uh, there's somebody that's le- starting out the program too i can't remember who that was no, i think it's this guy oh, oh okay <laughs> okay so that's gonna be that's uh uh, uh, January nineteenth, Thursday, and about every arborist in the whole yeah. yeah. But city. it's not only for professional arborists; it's uh, for municipalities, leaders, um, master naturalists, master gardeners, home gardeners, anybody that likes trees, wants to learn more about trees, the concerns of oak wilt, stress, drought, and other issues that often people have with trees. So Bartlett and uh, is bringing a professor in, and then Dr. David Apple, of course, who's uh, renowned for oak wilt. They're going to inject two trees, the old way and the new way. They're going to show how to expose the flare root of the tree, and a lot of good subject matter on trees in general. So it's it's a fun so thing for promoting it. All day you program. Know. So this is a serious program. Yes, yes, and they get uh, professionals, uh, arborists, and green industry, and uh, 
pesticide guys get their ISA and CEUs. Okay. Opportunities. It's not, it's not a the, uh, say the pesticide people get there. Yeah, they get. We can get ag CEUs for attending. I think four, I believe. Oh, oh wow. okay. So it's uh, we're we're making it big time. So it's I I think I do this every third year. So we don't do it every year, every third year. But it's a it's a good training. Great presenters. Excellent subject matter. So thank you, Calvin, on that. And you can uh, either Calvin's article in today's uh, newspaper or. If you go to the Bear County Extension Service homepage, you can click to the link uh, to register. But try to get registered this week. As yeah, as no, you can, no. You, I think whoever we talked to said these things fill up fast. That is correct. There well, weren't that many. David mentioned last time we talked to him that they were. We're, yeah, we're, that's right. We're, we're, we're almost there. Almost there. Almost there but. Very cool. Lots of good programs. Yes, yeah, yes, MillburgerNursery.com has the 28th. There's a blood drive that day, too. Okay. You cool. don't have to get blood at the same time you do your presentation. Yeah, cookies for Calvin? Oh, man. Calvin and those cookies. For his cookies. Calvin remembers those cookies. <laughs> they, they imprinted in his mind. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, you need some Uh-oh. energy after you give blood. So That's true. Sugar. No, no. They used to have cookies yeah, and juice. A little bit of orange juice and a cookie or two. Yeah. yeah I like oh, macadamia. Homemade cookies. That was, that was one of the... Uh, Responsibilities that whoever was the sponsor is to get Ooh. some homemade cookies. Yeah, I can see Trace <laughs> cooking some fresh cookies back there. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what, <laughs> that's what Trace is doing. <laughs> Very cool. Thank you, David. Okay, thank you. Happy right. New Year's, and let's have a Same great twenty twenty three. Is well, visit you again. Twenty twenty two. What is the, What fast. are those? Yeah. Is the, are those stocks over there? That group that's st- st- up in the air. I think so. Yeah. Oh gosh. You can smell them from here, dude. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't really know if I can. My my imagination is uh, thinks I can. Is any relation? But they're beautiful. Any Are you on the break, right? Yeah. Daddy. I love oh, them. Oh, my goodness. Are you on the break? Are you still No, on? no, we're still talking. Sorry. Okay, thank you, guys. Uh, thanks, Have a guys. great day. Sometimes uh, it's hard to tell with us. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks, David. Good to see you. Joseph is sitting in for Jerry. You you want you want to come on the air with us? I'll come on the air a little bit. All right. We, uh, you want to, let's see. So, yeah, you, you wanted to promote... Uh, your garden. You were bringing pictures for Jerry uh, of your. Um, do you have any oak wilt issues where you are? I know in Castle Hills they no do. Way. No, no? Way. we're doing really well with that. But the level of the aquifer should concern everybody. I don't think we've seen it this low for this long. Oh, Calvin, does that sound about right? Or well, it's pretty uh, demanding. Yeah, the. The the good news is that that we when it was last time it was this low, we didn't have a lot of options. Right. But now we've got other aquifers. Yeah, we've that's got, a good point. Uh, yeah. Recycled water. We got yes. treating salt salt water uh, reserves. Uh, so we're not as uh, uh, seriously challenged as we are but it is kind of disturbing anytime that the Edwards aquifer falls to this level because it's odd that it's gone so long with no rain yeah he sounds like Jerry now yeah but but February is coming yes and and does does that mean rain to you yeah and um I've been here when it snowed in February. All right. Well, we got that was two years ago. Two years ago, snow. yeah. That wasn't my, that wasn't long. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That was miserable. Now he is getting like cherry. Yeah, that, <laughs> 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 All right. Well, cool. Well, uh, 
Joseph, do you have any house plants? I do not have any house plants, but I've got a 16 by 24 garden that I love because in San Antonio, it's 12 months out of the year yeah. that you can garden. Not many places can say that. That's right. Do you? And uh, they're really uh, half the fun too is that some of the gardening in some of those months is pretty challenging. But if you learn the techniques and you have the right selection of plants, it uh, it's it's pretty relatively easy to produce a lot of uh, great blooms and uh, yes. great vegetables. And do you do vegetable gardening too? I do a lot of vegetable gardening, mm-hmm. and I have my I have ten great grandchildren, oh and goodness. I had them come and plant the garden, and that was a really nice experience. Uh-huh. Yes. Did they disown you then? And that's the last no, time. No. They said we've learned our no. lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Grandpa who? Yeah. And they got to eat some of what they'd planted. So that was special. So what are you growing now? No, right now, uh, I'm getting ready to plant again, but I came out because uh, we had that freeze that came in and stayed for over a day. And a lot of things uh, can't handle that. So some of what I just planted had kind of melted. So I wanted to get confirmation that if you don't touch it, you just let it because that the sits, what you're looking at, is protecting the root system. And that should come back. Some pl- some of the plants, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, snapdragons are notorious and uh, begonias. That's the uh-huh. same. Strangest thing, but that uh, that my column next Saturday is is kind of uh, addressing some of those issues too, because we uh, we learned quite a bit from the February <laughs> right freeze Snow two freeze. years ago. We kind of overestimated the damage, even yeah. though uh, you know talk about uh, long term freezes that that during the February. What did we have? We had some. Like three days. Three or, days. Oh, straight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that, when it's uh, the degree of cold, is important, but also the length of below freezing is, is almost as important on yes. this yeah. terms of damage. So but, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Well, that's what I got a question from from a, a listener. They uh, emailed me and said, you know, with the because of the weird weather, they were wondering, okay, if it's if it's black and. It's, you know, they know it's going to come back, but they're worried that maybe they shouldn't cut it back now because that'll stimulate growth or something. And then it's 80 degrees, so it's going to come sprouting back up right now. And then we're going to have a freeze again in February. What kind of, is it vegetables? Well, no, no, it was, it was, uh, let's see. Um, Oh, okay. Is this, I think this is it. Uh, Mexican heather, river fern, bottom roses, plumbago, abelia. Plumbago will be back for sure. Yeah, yeah, Plumbago. Man, it's tough. It's a great, I, I really like her. Yeah. Mexican Heather, but but should he cut it down now if it's black and look, it looks bad? Um, I think, I I would worry a little bit that whether it's going to come back on Mexican Heather. Oh, really? Okay. My, yeah. Mine has regularly come back. I've got it cut down to about 10 inches high. Uh-huh. You see any green? And it's done well. Got see yeah, any I'm green encouraged. at all? I have quit. I haven't grown a Mexican heather in quite a while. Uh, of course, well, the plumbago we know is coming back. Picture. Oh, he wants you to see his picture. Snapdragons are going to come back. Uh, pansies. Some pansies got hurt yeah. in a freeze. That's surprising. 
It's cool. Yeah, you do have a. Yeah, it's a nice little garden. garden. Yeah. I like the horse. 16 by 24. Yeah. Looks like those. it's on the r river, actually. It's on the road. Yes. Oh, that's neat. And I've got the Mexican heather is between uh -huh. those two plants. And that has actually come back several times yes. from cold. Huh? Yes. That's good. Uh, stocks. I don't, I don't know about the stocks. Calendula looked pretty yeah. sad, too. Really flattened. Uh but I think the I think we'll get some some of the begonias coming back. Lantana, but but would you cut? Oh, it? lantana will come back. Okay, but would you, would you cut it down to the ground? Well, I wouldn't because I'm my favorite topic is birds. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, any any kind of cover that you leave where they where there's insects or seeds collecting or they can hide out from from uh, 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 other um, oh predators. I, I leave as long as I can, but in terms of the what's good for the plant, it, uh, it it's, you can leave it or you can cut it. No. it. Makes no difference. No, not really. All right. Yeah. All right. We need and to take a break. It's, it's probably it's uh, if you start seeing, I kind of recommend yeah. if you start seeing new growth, then it's time to cut it back. Oh, cut it. To the new growth, or cut the new growth too? No, not no. I'd leave the new growth if you can. But okay, it, but if it freezes, is it going to cause more damage to the plant because it's got the fresh growth on it? Well, both. Oh. I mean, why? Why would it? If you if you didn't cut it, I thought it would still freeze. Yes. No, I thought chemically it was doing something. I don't know. Oh. All right. Well, Joseph, thanks for coming well, you, on and being with you, us. Yes. You're. you're Actually, right on some plants, like some of the tropical plants. Okay. So, so there would be an advantage to wait as, yeah. wait as long as you can there. Grab a grab a seat. Jerry will be up in a minute. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Yeah, 16. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 1604 is a mess. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Back in a moment on nine thirty a.m. This is the answer. Rooms to let 50 cents. No phone, no pool, no pets. Ain't got no cigarettes. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Quick message in the new year. Again, if you're uh, looking for a new pest control company, uh, call the folks at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control do a great job and they have been doing this since 1976 and uh, i want to encourage you to go have they been doing my work that long too uh no i don't must think be pretty close it's, it's pretty close yeah <laughs> you were the second job they got i think in 77 uh no uh warren remy and uh, Marilyn and spider-man pest control do a great job and you can tell that when you read the reviews look kind of inside between the lines of those reviews and what you'll see is uh, trustworthy thorough help to solve a problem no one else could that's what you get with spider-man termite and pest control uh, call them at 210-656-3721 or just remember go spidermanpest.com when you see that problem happening go spidermanpest.com all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call. Yeah, so uh, you want to give the traffic report? Well, yeah, it was, uh, in case you didn't notice, I was uh, I was a little late. Yeah. 
and uh, uh, 1604 has, has it's got some uh, construction. Yeah. On it, uh, work they work convoy they call it. How about it's, it's kind of different. Uh, there's so many. It's a cooperative venture. Right? If you you wanted to see. One police car of every <laughs> suburban community <laughs> and, in, in that right? Bexar County. They're there. Uh, uh. It's really unusual. It almost remind me a bit of the uh, military uh, cooperative. Uh, oh, that's funny. Oh, there's Doctor Parsons. He's pulling up. Uh, see, we'll have to get his report too. That's funny. Well, how far do you think it went back? Because it must have broke. It looks like it's broke. The going east is. Doing okay, but going west, it's blocked here. We, uh, well, no, measure. going east is the way I was going. Yeah, that's when you hit the... And uh, west, too. And so it wasn't, it wasn't very far. Of course, I only went, I went up uh, 281. Oh, that was smart. Okay. Oh, okay. That's where you hit the traffic at 281? Uh, 1604. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad I did. And didn't. I had to go. Oh, I had to go to to the, the west when I wanted to go to the east. Yeah. Oh. Towards Millburgers, so I just did a went down on the other side of the 1604 and got a few miles down there. I got a chance to get on the uh, the other uh, uh, road and uh, wasn't too bad. Lots of uh, lots of officers directing traffic. Yeah, uh, Cruz, the person who emailed me, also emailed me pictures. And I'm seeing a lot of this in our neighborhood, too, which is the sago palm that is yellowing. And Yeah. But we, you know, last year some of the experts were, not us, but some of the experts were counting them out and that, and that big freeze, and they came back. Well, I think, yeah, I think we were among them that were more pessimistic. And I was... Trying to oh. you know, make us sound better than we were, but yeah, yeah. we were pessimistic. But it, uh, you're right; they did. They come, came back. Now that and that, that as we mentioned, that was a, a more severe freeze. It was the the lowest temperatures were lower than the, this Christmas freeze, and also we had uh, three days in a row where it didn't get above freezing. So, so uh, hopefully we can count on. A lot of this damage to be to recover. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, but they they really think surprised because they look after now they don't look horrible after the big big freeze and uh, two years ago they look terrible. Huh. Don't you remember? I mean, they after the freezes they seem to yellow. The fronds seem to uh-huh. yellow and they get that yellowish, get in some green, but. It seems to be new growth that comes out, so I wouldn't kiss them. Kiss them goodbye. I would not do that. No, I'm thinking my cyclemen. I've never seen them. Well, it's almost impossible to see any kind of plant Uh, parts there left. The begonias are are all (laughs) few stems and stalks left, but uh, yeah, look for the right there at the ground level. See if you see any green coming. There's no little green sprouts, not sprouts, but stems right at the ground level. Fred, they're gone. uh, Did you, uh, you want to give us a traffic report? 
<laughs> Holy smokes. <laughs> Thank you for saying smokes. <laughs> I could see in your eyes you wanted to say something else. I was taking the Calvin route. Okay. And I think I was in the same area. <laughs> oh. I took, I saw 281 was closed both ways, by the way. Oh. Ooh. The whole ramp is closed. Oh. And so I said, well, Jerry, you're smart enough to <laughs> maneuver around this. Yeah. <laughs> so I exited uh, 281, took the first exit there. Okay. It kind of into Hollywood Park, I guess. Oh, okay. And I drove and drove and drove looking for the turn. You know, there's a turn you turn off. There. <laughs> and I drove and drove and drove. I couldn't find the turn off. Oh, geez. And the next thing I knew, I was back at 281. Yeah, you're... Uh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I would, I would always say, well, it's the interstate's to my left. Oh. So I would <laughs> take all the lifts and... Uh, that didn't work, Took huh? me right back. So I said, I'll get this thing. I think that's what NASCAR drivers do. <laughs> so I took... <laughs> I went on, got on 281, went on up to Thousand Oaks. Okay. <laughs> then you took Thousand Oaks here with Thousand Oaks? No. Oh. I took Thousand Oaks and went round and round and round. Ended up back on <laughs> 281. <laughs> Why didn't you just stay on Thousand Oaks for those who were willing? I tried to, okay. but I didn't see the turn. Well, that's what Milton told me last time, Yeah, stay on Thousand Oaks. Thousand Oaks and, yeah, to... And I, to and I, I think I did for like four or five hours. So you came to Selma, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I need to give you all I the ended turn. up on the east side of uh, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah the turn, I, turn I, I, take a left at Jones Maltzberger, and then it just kind of curves. Or that's a, I don't know if it's Redland there or not. Anyway, I'll have to show you. I'll have to send you a map, too. Well, uh, I didn't make that mistake this time. I just stuck just, real close to the, fr- the freeway. And, okay. And yeah, I right. got lucky. I just had to be patient. So well. if you're coming, you may want to uh, take that into consideration. I don't know how I'm going to get home, Milton. Can I sleep, stay with you tonight? Uh, <laughs> uh, do, do or you, sleep here on the porch? Do you mind, Dow? Well, yeah. You, look, look, look at the back traffic there. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you go to uh, take, go out there, take it all the way to Thousand Oaks. Yeah. Then take Thousand Oaks to 281. Why don't you follow me, and I'll, I'll show you how to get okay, out. Yeah. Okay. Oof. Okay. As Calvin says, it's a oofta traffic day. Oh, man. All right. Did you hear Joseph? That was your friend that came by and visited us last week. Oh. Did you hear him? The older guy? Yeah. Good. No, what did he say? What did he say? Oh, he, was, uh, he sat in for you. Oh, good. <laughs> he was talking about his yard, and his, he wanted to show you pictures of his uh, angel trumpet. Oh, good. That's dead now. No, I don't think so. Died down. It didn't seem to. It had to. Did you have a question? What's that? Oh, okay. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Well, you can listen to us just sit in traffic and. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Where where are you headed? Uh, Oh, did you do your Christmas tree? I did. Hey, come on the air for just a second and tell us what you did. (laughs) <laughs> All right. What what'd you, what'd you do? How would you get that 20% off certificate? It's uh, from bringing in my Christmas tree. Okay. I yeah, that, you're fine. We yeah. got you. Yeah. Um, I heard on the radio we could bring it in and yeah. get the gift certificate. And 
So I told my wife, let's take it over there. Yeah. <laughs> How easy was it? Easiest pie. Yeah, I saw someone, or I don't know if you saw them too, they had a... They must have gone through the neighborhood and picked up every tree. Really? They had probably a half dozen of them all in the back of a pickup. All right. Yeah. That's great. What are you going to use it on? Do you know yet? No, we're going to wait until springtime, see what kind of. I don't wait too long because you got to use it by. 28. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. I, I, okay, I just wanted okay. to. Yeah. I was yeah. worried about you. But thank you, guys. Uh, yeah, oh, thank you for listening. I, I love your program. Oh, thank <laughs> you, man. That's great. What are you growing now? Right now, uh, well, we don't do veggies. Uh, we do daylilies, uh, oh, all right. kinds of uh, lantanas, uh, oh, flowers, all kinds of potted plants, and, and we have some in the ground. Great. Uh, but our daylilies uh, this past summer just kind of suffered a bit. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, when did it suffer most? <laughs> the, the summer or the, the freeze? freeze <laughs> Christmas freeze. I bet it probably took the them, summer. It took them to the ground, didn't it? Yeah, probably the summer. Okay, yeah. they'll come back. I know. If you, they're, they're beautiful. Have you watered them a little bit? Sorry. Have you watered them a little bit during? Oh, uh, we do. Summer? We do. We water. We water during the winter. There you go. Good yeah. man. Yeah. All, All right. right, guys. Thanks, man. Tell, tell us your first name. Tell us your Thank first you, name. Man. Happy Joe. New Year, Joe. Joe Salinas. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, Joe. Well, thanks for listening, All man. All right, guys. We'll give you a Thank shout you. out. Thank you very much. Yeah, we have uh, Joseph and Joe today. <laughs> All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. In fact, if you your first name is Joe, you cut right to the front of the line. With yeah, the yeah. We have all lines I, open, I Joe. I hope it didn't make anybody angry. What? To cut it, put him in front of the line. Oh, okay, that's right. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. So, well, have uh, y'all talked about the well, Mary, Mary was over there uh, working in the uh, certified butterfly garden. Yeah. Lots of... Uh, Lots of blooms for the butterflies here. Do I see a red blue bonnet blooming over there? No. Did you? I don't know. Look I, at the very end of the second. I see it. Far, you see it? Yeah. It's it's all the way on this end. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I see it. How about that? Way to go, okay. Reddy. Are you, you guys looking at the same thing? <laughs> you can't see it. Cause it looks like a stop The tree here. is right there. Oh, oh no, no. Back. Back? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Isn't it? And there's some other... One's blooming there. Uh, uh, that's white. Right, that, right there to the left of the uh, red. Okay. Uh, yeah. Can't see that one quite as well. Uh, okay. It looks like a white. Ah. Now, the deal is, because yeah. <laughs> they're still what, $5 a bunch or something. Uh, $5 for six. Check. I think it's six ninety-nine or $5.99 for a six-pack. Okay. We'll have six, to check. Six time. It is not. <laughs> but anyway, they, they're they in uh, Super Six Packs. Yeah. Which is uh, a four and a half inch of the root ball, a four and a half inch. Now, they're unbelievably big. I mean, you know, I told you they'd hold for a long period of time. I yeah. like I like six packs as, as, as long as the root is yeah. developed in there. And, the, and these are. I, yeah. I've both flat of them, and they were really easy to transplant. Oh, yeah, and uh, easy to survive, too, with that big root ball. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good deal. We, we, had to, we had to wait a little while for because you, you got it. You know, a blue bond wants to hunker down, as we say, at this time of the year. 
but uh, since those were in the greenhouse and they didn't hunker down, but uh, they also won't have as large a root system, so they'll bloom a little bit less than they would normally have bloomed had we planted them in the fall. But they're going to bloom 200% more than the ones in the wild. Oh, yeah, because of the lack of rain. Yeah, they're, they're not there. They're not coming. Oh, no. Uh, I saw a weather, I saw the weather map uh, uh, this, yesterday, I guess it was. And uh, they've got all of Texas on there, showing all of Texas. And then they've got a great big bullseye around San Antonio and up at Fredericksburg and Kerrville no. and uh, up there. Blood red, the most extreme drought that we've had. Yeah. So the rest of the state, I guess, has gotten some rain. He sounds like Joseph now. <laughs> we were kidding Joseph that he sounded like you because he was talking about how little rain we've got. Oh, yeah. Well, I got good news. Have, did you, have you looked at the weather for tomorrow, for tonight, I think? It is. No, I'm going yeah. to do that now. It's uh, 40% of fog. 40% fog with an accumulation of, and this is on, on Channel 12. All right. Accumulation of, hold it, if you're in a good zone. Yeah. Point 0.10. Point 0.10. Oh. Point 0.10%. Oh, that's good, Al. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Yeah, let's see. Oh, 80% chance of thunderstorms. Well, gosh. Okay, I don't mean to be critical of uh-huh. this, this thing. Between 30 and 80 percent. Whoa. <laughs> For that tenth of a tenth of Or maybe it means it's going, but it starts at 30 percent and it gets as high as, as no, 80. No, okay. that's not what they mean. New rainfalls amounts between a tenth and a quarter of an inch. All right. They've upped it from a tenth to a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and also, did they mention on there that we might have uh, some uh, thunder hail? I mean, thunder fog? I don't think so. Yeah, thunderfall. Chance of thunderfall. Which are lightning fall. I think that's that's an ACDC song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) But it doesn't look good. And then after that, for the rest of next week, it's all beautiful. Yeah, 68, 78, 79. Wow. (laughs) But if you want to. I have a feeling a lot of those blue bonnets are going to bloom. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But uh, you got to keep them watered now. Yeah. And you you would be wise to use a, a water-soluble fertilizer on them, like the miracle Grow, miracle Grow. yeah. Uh, uh, some people use has to grow, but I like miracle Grow. Oh, okay. Because it's got nutrients and everything, yeah. And that, every time you water, every time you water, and you can put a, you can put a heavy dose on it. That's like you mix a tablespoon. They say mix a tablespoon and a gallon of water, mm-hmm. and then water with that water. But I'm I'm up in that uh, two tablespoons. Woof. A gallon. You're okay. Because <laughs> you, you're not going. They, you uh, you know that they do not the the company fertilizer company does not squawk much when Jerry doubles stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be getting any calls from the... Uh, I may get a, I may get a, a, a sponsorship. You, know, <laughs> you might. Okay, good. From Odmaco to uh, Miracle. My source says that we may get 
1.2 tenths of an inch. Oh, there we go. All right. 24 hours. All right. All right. I, I don't even know if I 50 should 50% put... chance of rain. All right. 50% chance of no rain. Oh, very little rain. But anyway, so so we've, we've put the gu- we've thrown the gamut. So if you want to see blue bonnets this spring, you better p- get them get over them here yourself. and plant them now. Yeah. And uh, like I said, that that uh, five ninety nine for six large plants is a good deal. All right, we need to check on that price, but. Fact, we can take well, a break and we'll I'll just walk say over. it's Milton's price. No, no, no. When Milton, you go Milton, to check in, Milton's going to go walk over there and check. Milton's says 210 <laughs> I will check on the price of these six packs and come right back. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas after this on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. We get that reaction a lot from people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Better than Calvin. Yeah, that's true. He didn't give us any fingers to, <laughs> to show. But anyway, 210. So, yes, I did go check on them, and the six-packs uh, of the Blue Bonnets are five ninety nine per six-pack. Five ninety nine. So that's almost a little less than a dollar each. <laughs> uh, yeah. The reason the reason they're so high, yeah, uh, a lot of, is because <laughs> even though I furnished the seed and uh, we had a grower grow them, the best grower to grow them, uh, but um, the the uh, transplants t- took so long to grow, and uh, they actually trace paid a, a premium price oh because he bought them all yeah so we don't know if anybody else is selling transplants do we no they're not they're okay never mind they are not <laughs> okay <laughs> we know they're not because i went over to try to get some oh and that trace and uh, <laughs> dr larry stein who took some to the aggies over there at a m uh but uh, had gotten them all that was, oh, especially all the, all the colors. But anyway, uh, yeah. here that uh, section over there with the tall blooms that uh, David and I were speculating on. Oh those. yeah, yeah. What is that? Well, it looked to me like socks, but it's dianthus. Oh, it's a tall dianthus again. Yeah, and what a fragrance! It's almost uh, similar, really similar fragrance to socks. Okay, but uh, very attractive. Yeah. Yeah, lots of different colors. At least yeah. from here, it looks like uh, some purples and whites. is there maybe yeah whites? Is there maybe an orange? I see a pink. I'm not sure if I'm seeing an orange or a yellow. Does dianthus come in orange? I don't know that. I've never seen. Okay, then it's just me. I think they had it on orange for a while, and then they threw it. Uh, then the Aggies the said, "Oh hell no!" <laughs> um, and we can't find our red blue bonnet anymore. So I don't know if someone's oh. bu- if it's disappeared well, or someone just bought it. There will be more. Yes, there will be more. There'll I bet you more. tomorrow when we come, we'll see more yeah. blooming. Well, I, I, I bet you a quarter. That darn Mary, Mary might have put it in the certified butterfly. Oh, garden. maybe she did because she was kind of hanging well, around there. Could be. All right. 210-308-8867. 
210-308-8867. I'll have to email you a thing. I didn't get to read it. It came, I think, on Friday or late Thursday, and it was talking about whether you should cut your plants. It was from Texas A&M, whether you should cut your plants down that are frozen to the ground. So I'll, uh, I'll send it to you. I think they were uh, recommending. I think they weren't. They were saying not to, I think. But I'm not sure. Oh, well, I'll send it to you. What we heard about horticulturists, or yeah, well, you might. Uh, it might depend on the plant. Oh, yeah, it depends on the plant. Yeah, but uh, they've had some hard freezes over there too. Oh, have they? More, more than they usually get for sure. Well, we got more than we usually get. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, interesting thing about those blue bonnets. Uh, the, the, there'll always be in the group some that bloom early, real early. And we noticed that 15 years ago, 20 years ago, uh, in, the, in the same greenhouse that grew these. And I, say, I told uh, Mr. Peterson, uh, the owner, I said, I bet we could uh, isolate those ones that are blooming early and have an early blooming blue bond. I did that with uh, uh, seed production. Uh, it, it, anytime I had a high-yielding plant, I, I would separate that seed and keep it, and we increased the uh, uh, seed production quite a bit And not on that plot. I think it was white. But... Uh, Anyway, we could have done the same same thing with the blue bonnets, the early blooming blue bonnet. So if you come over here oh. and you look <laughs> and and they're blooming some some are blooming, if you will take those particular ones out, separate them where well, you won't have to worry about any competing blue bonnets coming up in the wild. So if you separate those, keep them watered and well taken care of uh they they will produce seed which next year will be earlier blooming but the majority of the plants will be early blooming so well you say what what do you care about early blooming well what do you care <laughs> about early blooming <laughs> uh because the seed will get ripe faster oh. and they'll be more harvestable in other words oh. uh they'll harvest earlier which they're doing that with pecans the problem, problem that a lot of the varieties that are being released now are uh, are uh, early maturing, which they said, well, that that'd be good because you could get the get the nuts off faster and uh, protect them from the predators, yeah, crows and stuff. But that what they overlooked is the predators enjoyed that. Earlier, because they were hungry, yeah, and so they scooped them up. <laughs> uh, the birds, crows, squirrels, whatever. Everything likes pecans. Yeah, so they scooped them up. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven and toll free. It's eight six six three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, I'll have to go look at those dianthus. That's pretty cool. Did you go look? No, I have to go look. Yeah, I, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, when we did let Diasis last time, they're on his first bench. Yeah. They were all the same color, weren't they? Yeah, they were that sort of maroonish that red. Like different colors. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Did you see the price by any chance? Did you remember the price? No, I didn't look at oh, the okay. price. If you have yeah. to wonder about the price, <laughs> mail it. Yeah. Don't, don't even come over here. Maybe I'll just buy one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's new? I, I imagine they're in super six packs. Yeah, I think they are. Large I can't container. tell. Are they four and a half inch? They're square. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. if they're square, they're in four and a half inch. Yeah, I, I caught myself, I listened to myself, and I thought, oh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> I was talking about my Christmas cactus to David, and I said, so I bought one here at Millburgers, and it's like, Really, just one? Yeah. They're 50% off. You David said that. Uh, no, no, I said that to myself. Oh, okay. It sounded so sad. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, my Christmas cactus is 50% off. I don't know if they still have any left. They're out of point seven. Oh, yeah, they got a lot. Oh, in the front where, the, where you went? They got a lot of Christmas Good. They're, cactus. Good. They were pretty and blooming. They're very nice. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, uh, in our gardening this week, uh, we've got uh, talk about planting uh Pansies, pinks, or uh, dianthus. A lot of of old-timers call them pinks. And other uh, annual color to spruce up your entryway and patio. And uh, that's those particular ones, pansies, uh, dianthus, and... uh, And I guess you got some petunias left out there, honey. Have you got any... Uh, the small petunias left out there. I have noticed. I didn't notice. Oh, that. okay. But the uh, the if you planted petunias earlier, and they were running and blooming and everything, uh, they probably got frozen back pretty bad, and they will not bloom anymore until spring. But the main stem will still be green, t- staying alive, and. Uh, well, play that song, Staying Alive, right? Staying Alive, Staying Alive. Yeah, we anyway. talk about the Segos and we can play Staying Alive. I like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, they'll come back from the from, from the root system. But, and if you want to cut them, if you want to cut them back, I, I, I wouldn't cut them back because most of the time there's a little green left in, up in that dead tissue. And uh, so, uh, but anyway, the petunias that come back, they're still developing and have developed a large root system, which will really give them a head start in the spring. Uh, also, I don't know if uh, Trace hasn't been up or not around. No, not yet. Uh, I wonder if they got the fruit trees or they, I imagine they're coming. Yeah, if not, because he's going to, because David's going to be doing a, a workshop on the 28th. On, oh, okay. I'm okay. growing fruit trees, so I imagine we'll have them very so, soon. So uh, he'll have some good fruit trees and grapes and and uh, blackberries. Uh, I hope he gets some more of that Kiowa. And he had that a bunch of Kiowa last year. Yeah. But uh, you never can tell these this year has been tough on even woodies but of course the the above ground portions of the brine, brambles are the uh, blackberries uh, are the above ground portion 
is probably the ones that had fruit last year. The, yeah, last year. I can say that again. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> last year or are dead. They will not have fruit anymore this year. You, they should be cut off at the ground. Uh, if you neglected them for several years, you can cut them off to the ground. But if you can leave as many of those, uh, what we call primer canes or uh, major canes that have sprouted up and grown, uh, we, you, you can cut those back too, I mean, to the ground. Now, I always said, and I always did, I would uh, go in and find those big canes, and they're easy to find with the dead ones there and the green sprouts coming up. Uh, cut those back, top those in uh, July, maybe, uh, so they'll re uh, branch more. But uh, like I said, one of the best bear berry patches I ever saw was uh, Oscar Hans over here in New Braunfels. You ever heard of that Oscar before? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oscar why. Okra. Oh, really? <laughs> it's the same Oscar. Okay. <laughs> he and, he and his wife sold uh, sold a lot of blackberries over there. Great great blackberries. Uh, but anyway, uh, I, when I got went over there to look at his patch uh, uh, and get some bears, by the way, uh, he didn't have any of those tall bull canes in there. Now, he's an old-timer. He's been selling these for a while, bears for a while. And he said, no, we cut everything to the ground in the, in the fall. Oh, right after they bloom, the canes bloom, and then after harvest, the the new canes come up through that. If you leave the new canes that are going to produce this year, or well, produce next year, uh, they will uh, get in your way, They'll stick you. Oh, and uh, <laughs> so that hurts. That's uh, impedes harvesting. Now. Uh, we have a lot of people that uh, are so scared of those thorns, they buy thornless. Yeah. But uh, Seems like Oscar had about 50 years of experience, at least. Uh, and uh, he wanted berries instead of seedless, I mean, uh, thornless canes. Oh, he didn't care about them? So uh, that he stuck with, uh, I think he used brasses. Oh, I get it. He stuck a, with? Yeah, there you go. He, <laughs> he stuck with uh, the, the brasses, which is the old one, and the uh, uh, largest bear ever. Uh, you was on the radio? What? Huh. Uh, <laughs> All right, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're seeing a lot of callers out here 
today. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Lulu's kind of getting some of those dianthus. <laughs> we'll see if she comes by yeah, and waves she, at she us. She rushed over when, uh, what was it? Last Saturday. Last Saturday. And yeah, we told her it closed at 2. <laughs> she was like, whoa, because she, she wanted the blue bonnets. Yeah, 15 she minutes. Yeah. Wow, she's getting a lot of dianthus. Yeah. Goodness gracious. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-30. Oh, she's going to get some more blue bonnets? Or yeah. Maybe we shouldn't tell. Maybe there's a surprise for somebody. We should, probably shouldn't say anything. Probably so. Did, uh, did you say the rest of the week's going to be in the 80s or whatever? It wasn't in the 80s, but it was uh, the seven-day forecast is, uh, well, we'll look at tomorrow. One High near 68 tomorrow. Yeah. One of them was 77. Yeah. yeah. The high on Tuesday is 75. Okay. High on Wednesday is 79. <laughs> and 74 and 70 on Thursday and Friday. Okay. So it's going to be a beautiful no, week. No chance of a fog again? I don't see the th- <laughs> thunder fog. <laughs> thunder fog. Thunder fog. I don't know if you can have lightning fog or not. I don't know. Anyway. We, Dennis, if you'll look that up for us, that'd be great. <laughs> Thunderbug. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Or just come she on live over. She doesn't want to look up, Melody. No. She be she, yelling at her. I wouldn't be yelling at her. She's getting a lot of stuff. That's great. Okay, with this warmer weather <clears throat> uh, that we're having, and assuming that you've been nice and watering your fruit tree, uh, guess what's going to happen pretty soon? They're going to bloom? They're going to bloom. Some of them. So if you have, yeah, the earlier ones especially. Uh, and if you haven't pruned them, we'd have to, we should do Calvin's favorite thing, prune those peaches. Oh. Have you pruned your peaches, Calvin? Oh, no. <laughs> I just, one of the... Uh, I responded to one question by uh, recommended that you prune prune them in mid February. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> unless. Now is fine if that if you've got time. Yeah. If it's a time factor. Yeah. But uh, those some of those early varieties, as I recall, uh, they recommended uh, pruning. At or before bloom time to decrease the fruit. I mean, to thinning, thinning, make thinning. So, uh, <laughs> Lynn, uh, uh, Neil writes, uh, begin pruning peach and plum trees to remove strongly vertical shoots. Uh, that's not much of a, a follow how to how to do it, but. Uh, you can again. You can look on plantanswers.com, and I think the st- I think Derek Stein and uh, some of the state guys actually have actually have diagrams or drawings on how to do that. Do you want to give us a quick rundown on how to prune a peach? Yeah. Well, I just uh, you want to accomplish certain things. You you want to. The middle open so that the yeah. air movement and the sunlight can heat re- reach the there you go the uh, fruit and you want uh, depending on 
uh, how high you want to go in the tree to, to, yeah. to harvest, and you uh, determine that determines how high you want to cut. Uh, I uh, right now I do less. Uh, oh, <laughs> I I take off less than I used to because I kind of like to leave that uh, messy. Yeah, trashy stem, trunk. Tra- yeah, trashy trunk um, because pecan. it protects those. With our with our uh, sun, yeah, it uh, helps protect the uh, fruit. You can you can get well, sun. yeah, and the uh, bark bark of yeah. the uh, sunburn yeah. new new branches. So let's see, you want to you want to open basically an open vase and uh, shape, and uh, you don't you want it you want it so your fruit can. Uh, be reached by air movement and uh, sunlight. Yeah, right. Um, and uh, now the the good news about pe- peaches are they they grow so fast you can't hardly you can make an air and still yeah correct them and <laughs> and they and like you said they're they always produce more fruit than they can actually. No, oh, yeah. Survive. Bill is on the line at 210-308-8867. We'll go back to Peaches in a second. I'm sorry. No. Uh, Bill, welcome back. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Well, I'm doing fine, and I wish all gentlemen a very wonderful New Year's. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, I have a question here. I'm a, a longtime gardener in the uh, South Texas San Antonio area, and, of course, I've been being uh, led and uh, advised about uh, water conservation, which is a wonderful thing. And uh, But however, since I've done all that, successfully I believe, uh, now I'm getting to the age where I'm not as able and also it seems like we're in a global cooling stage here in San Antonio. <laughs> um, the last two times that it's frozen, one here a month ago and one a couple of years ago, I just can't see myself replanting and getting involved uh, as much. And my question is, is there information about planting in pots and containers and in the ground, information about how to uh, have a beautiful garden situation and have less uh, kill and damage to plants in the San Antonio area. Do those lists exist? <laughs> yeah. Uh, usually we talk about individual uh, species. Yeah. Uh, a lot of which are, are superstars. Um, th- the first thing that comes to mind is Firebush, the first, the second superstar name. And uh, it freeze, it freezes to the ground or dies to the ground uh, every year, flat to the ground. And so all you have to do is cut it back, uh, and it, it re-sprouts from the root system. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, tropical perennials that we use, uh, uh, subtropical perennials. Uh, one of those, I guess, I guess firebush would be put in that area. The native in uh, around uh, Belize, down in Mexico. But uh, 
Uh, I, I, I would say Esperanza probably fits into that category too. Uh, uh, both of which I have seen do nicely in a, in a container, large container. Uh, Calvin, didn't, didn't you say you had a fire bush uh, that was doing well in a container? Oh yeah, forever and ever and ever. Yeah. And uh, I, I like I like it because it's easy to grow, as you yeah. describe. Yeah. And the uh, the migrating hummingbirds. That's true. Just are, are attracted to it too, but. Uh, you know, we 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 spent uh, uh, a lot of time this uh, this last couple of winters uh, discussing container plants and and protecting them. Yeah. And, and uh, Jer- Jerry, uh, I think there is some coverage too in uh, Plant Answers yeah. about uh, making the container more cold resistant yeah so that you can uh, can move it easier yeah, yeah. and uh save yeah. save it yeah if you got a patio and you've got uh, uh potted plants out there uh large potted plants uh you don't have to lift them anymore you can uh get some of these con- con- uh road platforms at the hardware store or big box store that have heavy-duty po- coasters on them. So then you put your container, before you fill it up with Vic, uh, on those co- uh, co- platforms that can be moved around the patio and also can be re- moved into a, a garage. Well, and the, the, the way my lemons and limes look this year, I'm, I may have to go to convert <laughs> to that. I've been trying to grow them in uh, whiskey barrels on the patio, yeah. And it just has not not been very successful covering them. Well, you can't you can't move into the garage from your patio. No. But maybe you could move them over to closer to the door. Well, I could move them to the well if I adapted my uh, greenhouse. Yeah, but. also, you can if you got an old lawn lawnmower body, you can take the motor off and use it as a device to uh, move heavy containers like that. Leave you it you know, there there probably probably a, a, a good time for a book like that to come out. You know, <laughs> after uh, a couple of freezes, hard yeah, freezes. Yeah, the container gardening. Well, they have been hard Johnny. freezes. And uh, but uh, I'm thinking even plants that uh, lived through the first freeze didn't make it in the second freeze. But I was thinking more of things like what I call grandmother plants. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I is there a list or something? The uh, lantana uh, seemed to held up pretty well. And uh, yeah. I just wondered, you know, things like abelias. Abelias have been out of fashion for a while. I wonder how, is there a, you know, a book for, how do people in Dallas make it? What do they have as basic ground covers in the front yard, thinking that Dallas or yeah. Denton yeah. have a more, uh, more, more freezes like we have just had? We've Have been you, looking at the valley and Corpus. We should start now, maybe looking at Oklahoma City. Have you looked at Neil Sperry's late, uh, his book, latest book? He, he. I think no, I was trying to book. think. Uh, I think in every plant group, he, 
identify as uh, some, some of plants, yeah, yeah. that uh, that would uh, help folks that are interested in taking advantage of the cold uh, tolerance. Also, also, you might want to uh, consider reseeding annuals, uh, or perennials, as I call them, uh, like the uh, lower bush petunia, which you can get seed from uh, Wild Seed Farm in Fredericksburg over the internet but uh, uh that recedes even for milton i think did, did for a while. Mm, yeah it did for a while <laughs> and we've got some beautiful pictures of those things and that's an old-fashioned plant or it's bred from an old-fashioned plant i think that's the only old-fashioned bred plant that you can get on the for a petunia you can get all the modern-day petunias uh, don't reseed. Oh, huh. But anyway, that's in pink and, uh, I guess that's purple or dark. Violet. Violet, yeah. And uh, also Calvin's uh, uh, larkspur. Yeah. <laughs> Can you testify that it's out of reseed, Calvin? For sure. <laughs> Maybe in your neighbor's yard or everywhere. I was, uh, I was looking beautiful. At, <laughs> I was looking at some of them, how many... Uh, little ba- little a few, a few, a few got hit by the freeze, but not the mu- not much. Some more are coming. Too. Yeah, yeah. There, every little corner has got <laughs> larkspur receding. Yeah. So we don't, and that's an old-fashioned plant for sure. But uh, but uh, yeah, that's a good topic, opportune uh, topic too, and it, it's consistent with uh, folks, more and more folks. Uh, Doing, trying to maintain some gardening in an apartment and yeah, yeah. and uh, limited uh, space. Just think if you put put some of that uh, larkspur on the top floor of a reseeding of a, 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 a high rise and let it go to seed, and it would spread seed off the top floor, probably populate, populate the whole. Whole county, or if that didn't work, Mexican petunia. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's that's another one that uh, it's going to come back. You can even try the dwarf, yeah, uh, Ruelia, dwarf Ruelia, or Mexican petunia. Comes in pink and uh, violet. Few whites you can find, but uh, whites not been very popular, especially in San Antonio. But at least, uh, at least you might want to confer or take a look at uh, Neil's yeah. Neil's book. Yeah. All righty. That's a good idea because he is, uh, you know, he's a Dallas guy. There you and, go. Uh, uh, well, anyway, it's a it's a thought, and I think it's also a thought for people that come to a certain age in their life where they just want to simplify their. Uh, love for gardening and because of uh, mobility problems and what have you uh, and the freezes just uh, make that those decisions more yeah, uh, immediate right. and uh, on the top I know that uh, Jerry is younger than I am but not much oh, yeah, and, uh, I'm, I'm and he's probably not out there digging holes either is that no. true? I, we <laughs> didn't think Jerry was younger than anybody <laughs> well I'm not beating by much, but uh, you know we're we're getting to be more senior and a bit more lazy too. I oh yeah. Well, what what is that age that that happens? 
Have you got? I a... think it happened to me at eighty-two. Eighty-two. Hmm. And I'm a bit older than eighty-two now, but uh, uh, <laughs> I found that uh, I found that I started thinking of myself as a senior citizen at eighty-two, and I use it all the time now to get you know uh, goodies. Oh yeah, eat, eat at uh, all these places that give senior discounts. I don't Absolutely. even know. I don't even know why they give me the regular menu, man. <laughs> I have to thumb through there and find my senior discount. What the hell's wrong with these people? I don't know. Maybe they can't tell. That they I'm probably saying. can't tell. Like, I, was yeah. go- <laughs> I was going in a in a Na- in Nashville bar uh-huh. to listen to Jeremy sing up in Nashville. Recently, he was up there. Huh? Recently? No, no. This oh, was okay. a year or two back. And I, I walked in there, and the guy at the door, young man at the door, said, we, "We're going to have to card you." I thought he was kidding. <laughs> I said, "Yes, sir. I, I, I appreciate you carding me." So I got my card. I asked, told Jeremy to come over and look. He started carding me. <laughs> he doesn't know I'm over 21. Did he think you had a fake ID too? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jeremy said. They card everybody, Dad. Uh-huh. Oh, Jeremy uh, Oh, man. Thank you, Bill. Thank you very much, and you all have a great New Year's, and let's hope we get some rain, please. Yeah, I agree. Well, we're going to get fog tomorrow night. Oh, this night. Tonight. So this... Thunder fog. Thunder fog. All right. We'll take a break. Take care and- now. You too, Bill. <laughs> Come back in a moment. Our number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Come by and visit with us. Uh, and uh, avoid 281. Is that the deal? <laughs> well, I don't know. I hadn't thought about Yeah. They, 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 there's not a lot of indication of how long this yeah. problem is going to be. I okay. pretty, pretty well decided I'm going to have to sleep over here on the porch. Okay, that'd be nice. <laughs> All right, back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Singers, we got golden fingers, and we're loved everywhere we go. That sounds like us. We sing about beauty, and we sing about truth at ten thousand dollars a show. Right? We take all kind of pills to give us all kind of thrills, but the thrill we never know is the thrill that'll get you when you get your picture on the cover of the Rolling Stone. And welcome back to Millburgers Bar in South Texas on nine thirty. A.M. The answer, the original publisher of the Rolling Stone magazine, was born on this day in 1946. All right, 210 308 8867. That's a Jan Winner. All right, 210 308 8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. And look at, look at, uh, have the audience uh, guess uh, who's the only one wearing a short sleeve shirt up here today. Oh. Uh, two old guys have got oh, long okay. sleeves up. It's not that bad. Are y'all long no pants shorts. still? Yeah, no shorts. No shorts? Yeah. You didn't wear, wear your shorts today? Oh. Well, anyway. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Okay, we're talking about prune, uh, pruning peaches. And uh, Calvin gave me a good description. 
But we always have people call in saying, well, I got a picture tree out there that's uh, 10 years old, never been pruned. And uh, they want to know how to, uh, <laughs> there's, there's very few uh, strongly vertical shoots. Uh, but uh, you, you need to prune it back a little bit to uh, stimulate the new growth because they, they bear fruit on new growth, right, Kevin? Yeah. And uh, I, I was uh, given a tour of some Chinese uh, tourists uh, uh, on pe pruning peaches, these Chinese people from B B Beijing, uh, the garden over there. Some of these people were managers of the garden. So uh, here, here's the gringo up in the tree <laughs> trying to explain to them how oh. to prune peaches. And when they were very sort of polite, and when it was over, one, one gentleman came up to me and said, you're f pruning that, you're showing how to prune for f peach quality. Big peaches and nice fruit. Oh. Said, in China, we prune for bre be, uh, peach quantity. Hmm. In other words, they want as many peaches on there as they can. And uh, so basically, they, they let them go on prune, but they just selectively take some branches out every year to st and fertilize them, I guess, to stimulate that new growth. But uh, they actually have two pruning methods over there. Uh, on peaches, uh, the wood that on uh, peach like that, you want to remove some of the old wood to stimulate the new wood. And uh, to do that, you, you just look at the wood. The new wood will be uh, will have kind of a reddish tinge to it, whereas the old wood will have bark on it and and uh, gray. Right? <laughs> Shake your head over there, Kevin. Tell, let us know you're alive. Over there. Yeah. But <laughs> but anyway, and uh, the same kind of thing is true on grapes. Neil says, on grapes, you remove 80 to 85% of cane growth. You'll have better clusters of higher quality fruit as a result. Now, most people can't recognize new cane growth. And I, most people, that 85% is just yeah. impossible. They can't believe that. Uh, I know the first time I pruned a grape back in Tennessee, I said, I have killed this thing. Because, I mean, there was only three or four buds left on each uh, side shoot, out on. So what you, what you want to do, if you never pruned a grape before, if it's an older grape, two years old, you want to go through with ribbon ribbons, and put on the new growth, new canes, new growth. Uh, and that new growth will be, uh, have a light tan wood to it, or almost light gray, uh, reddish wood to it. And uh, the old, cane, old canes will have that gray bark that you want to see. And uh, what you do is mark those new canes all the way out to the end with with ribbon tie, tie uh, little bows on it 
tie a yellow ribbon to the old mm-hmm. fruit change mill. That's, <laughs> okay. that's a popular song. Oh, yeah, Tony Orlando and Don. <laughs> uh, and the reason you tie those on there is you want to take the old wood off. <clears throat> Make that 80 to 85% of the cane growth old wood. And leave those, leave that new wood on there, uh, which you will cut back. You'll you'll have probably four arms or two arms of a cane going out, and they they'll be long. They should be long and vigorous, and to cut those back probably to four to six buds, an arm, and that's cutting it. That's cutting it back alone. <laughs> <laughs> They're like Calvin over here showing yeah. his arms. <laughs> oh, well, that's what I always think of it. Uh, <laughs> if I had two more arms, uh, uh, there you go. Yeah, uh, grape grapes are really you take a lot of wood off. Oh yeah. And what you got left is a oh even a little bit like a. Um, oh, you rejuvenate it every year. Yeah, almost. and it's just. You you can't you really can't uh, over prune <laughs> grapes. <laughs> you uh, if you want to see this go, uh, I think as a group. Well, I know there's a lot of grape vineyards up around Fredericksburg. Uh, even John Thomas, the wild seed guy, has has lost lost a little bit of his mind on planting a vineyard, so he can have his own wine and mm-hmm. whatever. And he's taking up some blue bonnet ground to do that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, mean, I need to go up there and slap him, I guess. <laughs> but but anyway, you'll see them. They'll be cut back. Now, they're only, most of his vineyard is only two years old, two or three years old. So uh, they will pretty pretty well cut them back pretty hard. And uh, he's, he's had some good good crops up there and also uh, making making his own wine but anyway that's that's the way you do grapes now remember if you accidentally cut off that stem that you've that cane that you marked with those ribbons you ain't putting it back but like like calvin says (laughs) if you cut it out six feet out on the on the cane Accidentally, uh, that, that won't hurt anything. That's where you should have cut it anyway. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's a good, complete structure. I think we got a, even a publication on grapes on uh, uh, plant, it's com, but it's uh, it's there, it links to Aggie Horticulture. There are diagrams too on peaches, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, plant yeah. plums. Yeah, I think Judy and Saul did a bunch of them. And I know uh, Larry did the grapes last time. But anyway, that's uh, that's you needed a little bit more information on, on just pruning. Because you, if you don't have any information and you've never pruned grapes, you'll never do it right. So, uh, because like Calvin said, it's... You kill the whole plant. <laughs> you take the whole plant out. That's what you think. Uh, now there's, uh, there's lots of, uh, I was just thinking of there's a lot of publications with, oh, I, 
think I'm trying to think of some of the old the old professors. Yeah, that we, yeah. McKitchen. Uh, McKitchen, yeah, he had one that uh, <laughs> he was good. There were some photos in there showing yeah. the if you see if you see that uh a diagram of the, yeah. the way Jerry described it in the way I was trying to show with my arms out. Yeah. You did good, Kevin. I don't know whether you're doing a whooping crane or yeah. But that once you <laughs> once you see that, then it's it's relatively easy to understand what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. But it's hard to it's kind of hard to describe. Drawing you, drawings are better. You know, diagrams are better because it's hard as hell to take pictures of a. Dormant grape, no leaves, uh, and then show the removal or show the stem removal. I've I've tried uh, several times and not too much success. But those drawings do it for me. I have I'm simple-minded, that's it. <laughs> uh, and we were talking about uh, fertilizing them, probably. Well. In February, I don't know. We're almost yeah, in February. Now. That's what we. Yeah, that's in the old days. That's what we did. February. Yeah, yeah. If, well, the if, the. Uh, or for peaches, at the, least. The the. Uh, the blooms, will, uh, grapes will come sooner too, just like the peaches. But but those low chill peaches. And apricots, if you're trying to grow any of those, that's why we can't grow a good crop of apricots here, is they bloom early. They have their chill requirement fulfilled, and they go ahead and bloom too early to, uh, for, for the last frost that kills them, kills the blooms. But uh, it takes them almost every year, five, five, uh, one out of five years at least. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, they'll take it, and and so you also moving your fertility up a little bit. If you're gonna fertilize your peaches, uh, when do they say before the right before they bloom or peaches? When did you fertilize yours? Or some people fertilize them in the fall. Yeah, so, I always well. I, I fertilized in the fall if I didn't have uh, a minimal amount of growth. Yeah, yeah. But I for all of them, I fertilized in early February. Yeah. And uh, I only I only had uh, June gold and spring gold, so they were all <laughs> both relatively early bloomers. Yeah. So you <coughs> we've got to kind of adjust the uh, adjust the. Uh, uh, Cultural practices on peaches, and because you don't fertilize a pear, probably just shouldn't even prune a pear. But uh, uh, do you do your fertility a little bit earlier than you normally would? And what we would use, we would use 1959 slow release fertilizer, which the uh, I don't know if it's still on sale or not. Let me look. Um, oh, I don't know either. I don't, I, can look. It, I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. Yeah. But there's really <laughs> no sales on fertilizer. I mean, this year, the price has gone so high. And uh, 
price uh, trace tries to keep the price mm -hmm. uh, as low as possible and that means he keeps his profit lower than possible okay also speaking of fertilizing uh, we've started recommending and uh, that th this is a good idea uh, the, the fertilizer pansies and other annuals with diluted high nitrogen food miracle grow each time that you water them each time that you water them because like, like I've said many times all of these plants out here at Millburgers were were fertilized every time they watered them with a dilute fertilizer analysis. So uh, you use that Miracle Grow and Rapid Grow, not Rapid Grow. I can't 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 give you that thirty year old recommendation. <laughs> it won't come out of my mind, <laughs> And then. He, uh, Neil recommends newly transplanted trees shrub, and shrubs with liquid high phosphate root stimulator monthly. Mm -hmm. Well, I've heard other people ask y'all about yeah. that. <laughs> uh, let me see. <laughs> they, they sell a, we sell a product here called uh, uh, root stimulator. And it's got basically high phosphorus and everything in it. This year is different here. I say the most important thing, if you're going to transplant a tree or shrub, even now, or even, especially if you did this this fall and last fall, uh, remember that we always say you transplant it's, it's the roots start spreading immediately not here not in San Antonio during this drought because the roots can't penetrate that uh, that soil that it's planted in uh, even if it's in gravelly caliche soil you hammer out a hole out of there and put that plant in there and hope that it's going to spread its root system out and so it, it can reach available waters and nutrients out there in the, in the soil. But there is no water in the soil profile. So the puller roots, are just, they're not making it. No. But anyway, and I don't know. Well, I've said for years that... Uh, I don't go believe in those root stimulators. I don't believe they do the job. But there may be some research somewhere that uh, proves me wrong. I would hate to see something that proved me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Brad, but we continue to look for it. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, we know it's I'm, out there. I'm with Jerry on that. I don't. The phosphorus doesn't excite me. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. Well, I've heard other people call and, and ask about that. Do I need to put root stimulator down there? And y'all have, have said no in the, the past. Root, the root stimulator you need to use around San Antonio for water. Okay. 
That's a good idea. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Shadows make me blue When each weary day is through How I long to be with you My happiness And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 A.M. The answer, Sam Phillips of Sun Records has his his birthday celebration this month. Oh, is that right? So yeah, we're and then Dr. I don't know King. who's someone uh, that was singing there might have been born tomorrow. Their hmm. anniversary of their birth may be tomorrow. So <laughs> I think Al's going to treat us to a lot of good Elvis music tomorrow. Yolanda is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. Can you hang up? No. Oh. About on Yolanda. <laughs> I, Hi, Yolanda. I'm still here. Hi. Uh, good. <laughs> What's going on? Okay, feral cat problem. My backyard. Okay. They get on. They get on my furniture and they, um, what do you call it? They uh, urinate. Oh. Market. Yeah, they market. Yeah, they market. Uh, they market. Yeah, that's good. Don't don't put them in the house. Good. They mark the house too. Now, do you know this oh, from experience? Oh no, they're not mine. They're not my cats. They're, I, I don't know who they belong to, but, but they're neighborhood come, cats. They'll come in the house if you feed them right inside the door. Jerry knows this because he does this. I'm doing that. No, I don't want those cats. I want them away, away from oh, my home. We have a, believe it or not, we have a, a product that's uh, supposed to keep cats away. Keep cats away. Yeah, I was wondering about five. Yeah, we might. This, this cat, and we got a dog. Oh, well, why two. do you? Uh, why do you have one, one product to keep try to keep them away, and then you spend all this effort giving them food and water? I'm not trying to keep them away. Oh. Are you fe- are you feeding them, Caroline? No, I'm not feeding them. Oh, but I will uh, feed them something that'll. Hey, keep hey, them away. hey, hey. <laughs> The the neighbor the neighbor's not feeding them, are they? They must be feeding. Somebody's feeding them. Yeah, somebody is feeding them, but then they like to come into my house, my That's backyard, nice. to get on my furniture. Yeah, oh, you got such interesting plants too. What is the uh, spray that that keeps them away? It's a it's a like uh, let me see. I must garden. <laughs> oh, that does that cats too. Yeah. Well, yeah, they've got several. Oh, uh, and uh, what's it called? Got, huh? I must garden, he says. Yeah, I must garden. <laughs> That's how do you spell that? How, how do you spell that? I, I space like I, base must m u s t garden g a r d e n. That's funny, funny name, isn't it? But uh, I it smells have. nice okay. too, he says. Well, yeah, they got it in different fragrances, and they they've, okay. they've got it for the for deer. Of course, that was the one I was interested in. And it's okay, it's, I didn't get the third name, the third word. Garden, G A R D E N. Oh, I must garden. Okay, okay, got okay. it. But uh, and where they, do I they, buy that? Yeah, Millburgers yeah. got it. I don't know if oh, any okay. other I don't know if any other nurseries have it or not. 
I'm going to have to go over there and talk to you guys. Yeah, well, yeah we'd like that, Yolanda. But okay. if you, you know, you but, hear people say about, talk about mothballs. No, I don't like the smell of mothballs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look Even online. in my backyard. I looked online, and then the thing that comes up, and I, I can't tell this, what the source is, uh, but it says, and you probably like these smells better, citrus, orange, lemon, lime, and grapefruit is widely reported as being repugnant to cats. Okay, that I was, saw that, that was, too. That would smell nice. Well, uh, you can also, if you got some fruit, you can throw it at the cats. Don't throw things at cats. Uh, <laughs> I'll open, throw them at the open cats. Open the doors yes, and let the terriers out. Uh, oh, the terriers <laughs> don't like the ferals? Well, okay. and also they've got they've got people that work I don't know that that work for an organization they come out and trap your cats. Yeah, the Feral Cat Coalition. There you go, Feral Cat Coalition. But they bring okay, them back. Yeah, oh. but they, they're neuter. They spay and neuter them, and they uh, they bring them back the. Okay. I think that's most of the problem when they spray because they're not neutered, and oh, okay. they keep. Well, I know some of them are female, so they keep having kitties. So yeah. the population is just... Oh. It's not their fault, though, we're not young on. Yeah. No, not the, I know, not but... the females' fault. No. It's those low, no-count males. Call the feral, <laughs> <laughs> call the feral cat coalition and it's see what they suggest. Fault. Yes, I know. It's always a male's fault. And, and if you're new to the males, no matter how much they propagate, propagate? Is that what it is? I think propagate, so. Not propagate, but propagate. Pro, pro Whatever. Cap is good enough. <laughs> anyway, that'll solve that problem. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll check into that. Uh, Call them. They the may be able coalition. to. Yeah, they may be able to give you some suggestions, too, on what you can do and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have, your, have your husband go out there. I no. know he's a, a good worker. And uh, castrate those cats. No, oh, yeah. don't, don't, no. Yeah, you that's, can. That's not going to happen. And have Yolanda hold him uh-huh. uh, while he does the dirty work. Uh, Yolanda, on a scale oh. of 1 to 10, how uh, <laughs> well, how likely are you to follow that last piece of advice? <laughs> 1 being not at all, 10 Zero. being... Zero. <laughs> she doesn't even give you a 1. Oh, man. Way to go, Yolanda. But call them and see what they say. I bet you'll get some... Uh, I will, and I'm going to come visit you one day. We'd mm. like that. Don't threaten okay. us. All right. Thank you, okay. Yolanda. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking my call. Goodbye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I didn't give her the Tennessee. No, thank memory. you for not doing that. <laughs> now that, now that you're, you you have feral cats yourself, <laughs> have yours been spayed and neutered? Uh, I think so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I have. <laughs> no, not you. At my age. <laughs> no, the cats. Oh, I, well, the I thought cats. you said you. <laughs> No, no, the cats have yours. And, uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Jeremy yeah. probably was watching out for it. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeremy wasn't having part of that. But I, th- I think they're doing. I, 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 th- I had a lot of. Uh, we had a lot of feral cats in our, in our neighborhood, and kittens too. Yeah, that's the problem. Is the kittens? Is and, uh, but they just disappeared. Uh, all with the parents. Oh, I don't know. Okay, uh, I know. I don't know if they came out and uh, trapped them, but I, I'm amazed at how they trapped them. I mean, they're well, wow, you know. You yeah. Open the back door and they'd run like hell. 
out of sight. Out of your house? They come They come uh, drink water. They you drink, can, drink my water. Have you got any of those black ferals with the long white stripe up and down the back? <laughs> yes, I have got them. Uh-huh, yeah. And my, did I tell you my story? Where the, uh, yes. <laughs> you can tell it again because it's kind of funny. <laughs> the, uh, I, I, I started feeding this orange cat right inside the door, uh, sliding glass door back. So I poured a little line of food there so they can all have a place to eat. And so I, I let, uh, forgot about it and left, left it there. I usually take the rug and put it out, outside so the possums and raccoons can eat. But I looked around. I was watching TV being real quiet. And I looked around, and there was a damn skunk in my living room. Yep. And so I was very quiet and Where very you? still. You didn't yell at the skunk and <laughs> start shooing him away? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't do that. You didn't release the terrier? <laughs> but I just was, he was kind of cute eating there and beautiful fur. You know, they used to trap those back in the Depression days and sell the furs. I can see that the fur would sell good. You know how they got the stink off of them? Mm-mm. Buried them. Oh, okay. Yeah, an old timer came up to me that told me that in uh, in New Braunfels. Yeah, in New, New Braunfels. And uh, he said, bear, bear those skunks. And he said, they used to really, yeah. really dislike me in school if I ca- had caught a skunk before school and buried it and then went to school. Well, I imagine. He had some stinky on him. Oh, we had a feral cat call question. Oh, you, you'll know this. What do we sell that is a cat deterrent? That What do you call it? It's not deterrent, but it's a... Uh, repellent. Repellent, yeah. Jerry was saying I must garden might be. Uh, I believe there's a dog and cat granule yeah. from them. Oh, good. I believe there's a, a concentrate. I know I have an aerosol from a different company. Okay. What does it smell like? Um, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Where do you spray it? Do you... Spray it on the animal? She's or? having trouble with her patio uh, furniture. Uh, lift their tail? And no, it's it not a skunk. Stop it. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> yeah, Trace Poor Trace. Why did he come up here? You know, he always gets headaches looks after like he comes said, up yeah, here. He looks like he's had a tough day <laughs> to start with. <laughs> there must be something that you're allergic to up here that gives you headaches. I can't uh. <laughs> Yes, sir. That'll work with crack, uh, uh, mothballs, too. Uh-huh. Don't, 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 don't. Stop helping. Stop helping. So I Must Garden has a has <laughs> dog and cat granule. I don't know uh, what that's going to do for furniture. The aerosol well, might be okay. But you would just put it around I, your I patio, I imagine. I, imagine. So that, yeah. uh, I don't know if the aerosol is oil-based or oh. different. If it's oil-based, it would stain the furniture. Yeah. If it's not, then it would probably be fine. But, but maybe says, you could spray it, it around the, the furniture. Label. Yeah. Or you could just have, have Jerry sit out there and on, on one of the chairs. <laughs> and, yeah, that's right. You can invite Jerry over to the house. <laughs> he, will, he will scare away the cats, and you don't want to know how. All right. Well, Trace, we've got about two minutes left. Great seminar. Oh, that right, was David? interesting timing then. Uh, all right. We got confirmation on a lot of things. Okay. So we've got, uh, I believe, crepe myrtles, our five-gallon shade trees, the red buds, and the bulk of the fruit trees are going to be here on the 16th. Um, the following week is going to be the bald and burlap crepe myrtles. 
This week we're finishing off the 15, 30, 45-gallon shade trees. Right. So uh, we already got some of our chemicals and things in. So the whole month, every day, something's coming. Uh, David was bragging on uh, Peter and the great job he does for getting. I even bragged on you. I said, Trace doesn't get praise easily, and he's always bragging on uh, great job that Peter does. I do, and um, I, I probably don't tell him often enough. Okay. But, uh, yeah, one of the things I told him is people like weird stuff when it comes to houseplants. <laughs> yeah. so when he first took over the buying of that, uh, I told him, I don't care what you buy as long as it sells. And he took that to heart, and we've got all kinds of weird stuff in there, and it sells. Oh, good. Good uh-huh. deal. Yeah, it's in the greenhouse when you come here to Millburgers. You can check it out. Throw away that poinsettia, buy a houseplant. Yeah. More houseplants on the way Tuesday. Oh, good. Yep, and Big order. And David will be back on the 28th. From uh, doing the fruit tree Okay. All right. I knew, I knew it was soon, but yeah. I didn't know how. Same time as the blood drive. Well, Trace, thank you. we got to say goodbye for today. Uh, we'll go back tomorrow. Will you join us tomorrow? We missed you today. Uh, you got to flag me down. I've been okay. running around with this new uh, scanning system. Oh, good. We're, we're mm-hmm. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.